Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Million Dollar Body Podcast, the intersection of physical and financial success. I'm Nate Palmer. If you're here, you're probably a high performer, entrepreneur, business owner, or a family man with a business that is interested in gaining an unfair advantage in life using fitness and nutrition as force multipliers. If you're not a part of the Facebook community, go to n8trainingsystems.com slash group. So we stream these podcast episodes every Tuesday. You can join and ask questions. There's a ton of cool stuff happening. Free challenge going down this week, uh, the week of September 7th. We do these every every couple of months, five-day challenges. Today we're doing the, the uh, five-day morning routine challenge, building out some sick morning routine habits to build energy and focus, and drop fat fast. Okay, so if you're here, if you're here, you're in the you're in the squad. We're getting the tattoos. So if you're not here, you might want to jump in. Before we start, though, I want to give a shout out to some people who have been accomplishing amazing things. I want to give a shout out to Ross Baiza. Ross has dropped 24 pounds since doing the, the Million Dollar Body Jumpstart, which started about four or five weeks ago. Absolutely dominating. Um, can't believe it. Um, I want to give a shout out to Rick. Rick S. has dropped 18 pounds during the jumpstart. This is like, this guys, it's like, like three or four weeks results. It's like, this crazy. So People are, you guys are doing amazing. You guys are absolutely killing it. I cannot wait. The, the next jumpstart starts September 20th. So it's going to be incredible. I can't wait to get, to get some more people start seeing some amazing results and amazing posts in the group. With that in mind, I'm going to say this again. If you are with small children right now, if you are not interested in hearing me swear a lot, this podcast episode is going to get real. So maybe if you're in a fragile state right now, this is not the right time or place. If you're ready for some real talk, if you're ready for some actual honest, honest information on fitness, no bullshit, then you're in the right place because we are going to get into it. Today, we're talking about the six sayings keeping you soft and stuck. The six sayings keeping men soft and stuck in their lives. Guys, I want to talk about what's the saying? What do I hear a lot? What is the, what's the actual issue in play here and how do we fix it, right? Because there's Nothing matters until we can fix these things. So I want to make sure that we have the tools to do so just in the same way that if you have the tools to drop fat or build a business, then you're going to be more successful. So I want to make, we're going to dive in. We'll talk about these things. If you have any questions, you're watching live, drop those, drop those on the video or hit me up later, Nate at Nate Training Systems. If I said something that really offended you, I want to hear that too. Shoot me a mean email. I want it. Number one, this, the saying I hear all the time is, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it Monday. I'll start in January. I'm going to start next week. I'm going to start in September. I'm starting the kids to go back to school. This is procrastination, pure and simple. We see this in the snooze button. We see this in putting off your health. We see this in not pursuing goals, dreams, and things that are important to you. So many people have told me, hey, I can't believe you wrote a book. That's so incredible. I want to write a book too. I've been thinking about it for years and I'm, I'm going to do it one of these days. And they never do it because they're procrastinating and they don't have any sort of structure or way of getting to the results that they're looking for, getting the, the end goal because they don't understand. So therefore we procrastinate. Procrastinate is a safety mechanism. It's keeping us safe against what would happen if we put ourselves out there and failed. Or if you're like me, what would happen if we put ourselves out there and won? What if happened if we put out there and did awesome? I think sometimes for high performers, that shit can be scarier than failure. We don't really care about failure. We're used to it. But what happens if we, if we do it right? What's going to change? What's, what's our life going to like? And change is scary. Transitions are scary. So having that procrastination, oh, I'll get to, oh my gosh, it's just been so busy. It's always busy. Everyone's always busy. 
And it's never going to be better than right now. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is right this instant. Okay. So the fix here is we need to create accountability. You need to create and manufacture accountability in your life. John Burke is an American pianist, puts out tons and tons. He's very prolific, written a lot of albums. But what he does is when he first starts researching and getting ready for an album, he creates accountability. He does this a couple of different ways. The more he puts his money on the line, he goes and he books time at a recording studio. He buys that time. He says, in May, I will have that ready to go. I'm buying the time right now. It's done. Then he goes on social media and posts. Hey guys, hey, John Burke fan club. I'm posting this right now because I want you to know that come June, I'm gonna have a brand new album for you guys and y'all are gonna love it. You're gonna slurp up that that piano music. It's gonna be incredible. So he tells people and he puts his money on the line. And that way, when he goes to sit on the rise album, there is an urgency to it. He has given himself a deadline, right? If we never give ourselves a deadline, we never give ourselves, even if it's artificial, even if it's something like that, we're never going to go ahead and get past that procrastination stage. We need to bury that, okay? We need to create that accountability. So for you, it could be paying a coach, getting getting into a program. It could be telling your friends, hey, I'm going to accomplish X. I'm going to bring this back to health and fitness every time because obviously that's where we're at. So tell your friends, hey, I'm about to accomplish this. I'm about to hit, I'm going to go run every single day. I'm going to go on a walk every single night. I'm going to hit the gym five times this week for the next, five times a week for the next month. I'm going to only, I'm not going to eat carbs until Christmas. I don't know what it is. Create accountability. Tell your friends, get a coach, put it in the universe, put some money on the line because if you don't put money down, much harder to pay, like to, to go all the way on things. I noticed um, a couple of years ago, I would start working with a business coach and I actually raised my prices. I raised my prices from, I think I was charging like 97 bucks a month or something like that to, to work with me for like custom programs and stuff. And I raised those prices to uh, like $1,500 for, for three months. And the results I started getting from clients were night and day. They were so much better, so much more improved than when people were not paying as much. My results improved. My program didn't change. My coaching didn't change. My results improved. People showed up more. People got better results by putting money on the line. Which is what, it is what it is. It's human nature. Hard to fight it. Number two, the second saying keeping you soft and stuck is, huh, I could have a little bit. I'll just have a small piece of cake. I'll just have a few pieces of bread at Olive Garden. I'll just have one drink. A little bit of soda, a little bit of cake. This is death by moderation. If you're continually using moderation, I'll just have a little bit. What's the harm? As an excuse to eat garbage, that's not moderation. That's bullshit. That's, that is like giving yourself the death by a thousand cups. You are actively conspiring against yourself, against your best intentions and trying to wrap it up with a fancy bow. It's like, oh, but moderation, that's supposed to be healthy. Fuck moderation. Fuck that. You don't need more moderation in your life. You need to moderate how much moderation you have. You know, everything in moderation, including moderation. Sometimes you need to be a fucking savage. Sometimes you need to tell yourself, I don't eat sugar. That shit gives me a headache. Sometimes when people are at a, you're at a birthday party, and everyone's like, oh, just have a piece of cake. You go, no, I don't eat cake. And people are going to be like, oh, that guy has some cake. Who cares? It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. You need to adopt a savage mindset to get over the moderation, the, the curse of moderation, then so be it. But make your decision and move forward. But don't be stuck being like, well, they said they, they really offered me a piece of cake. No, adopt a savage mindset, pick your line and stand behind that line. Plant your flag on the ground 
in that case. Do not waver. Do not uh, make, make excuses. Do not negotiate with terrorists. Our brains, one of the things that makes us awesome as humans is our ability to like visualize and rationalize. We can rationalize our way out of anything. I'm a, I'm a trainer and a nutrition coach and I can rationalize eating any food ever possible. I, I can definitely do it. I can tell you six reasons right now why I should have a chocolate chip cookie and all of them are bullshit. And I know that because I am king of rationalizing. I'm king of thinking about moderation. So don't think this is just about, I don't think I'm coming down on you. This is as much about me and much about human nature as it is about anyone else. So sometimes what we need to do is we need to get out of the, the curse of moderation and we need to adopt a fully all in savage mindset that keeps us pushing forward and keeps the goal, the goal. Now, do you need to have a savage mindset for the next 10 years? Probably not, but probably you, you probably do need it for the next six months. You probably need it until the goal is accomplished. You probably do need it during, during holiday season. So don't feel like you have to have like moderation is, is, is like the chief among virtues. It's not, it's not, it's, that's a, it's completely made up thing. And so while moderation might be great in that you probably need to eat more vegetables than you do starches. It's not great if you're, if you're continually using it as an excuse to eat garbage. Number three, the fuck it's. Ah, fuck it, I'll just have a cookie. This, this one comes across all the time as a result of decision fatigue. So all the time as de from decision fatigue. This is like getting home late at night, having healthy food available to you, but choosing something unhealthy. I've been guilty of this. I'm sure there's a lot of us on the call. Um, I saw a study recently that said 77% of people will go home and look in their, uh, look in their pantry or their, their fridge, see something healthy and reach for something unhealthy instead. But because at the end of the day, we spent all day making decisions, making decisions, testing our willpower and our motivation. And then at the end of the day, we just don't have it to make one more choice, you know? So going back to what we were talking about earlier, a savage mindset can help. It can make things binary, all or nothing. Because when there's moderation, you're already lost. If there's, if there's wiggle room, I can eat, help, I can eat cookies 1% of the time. Well, then you're always going to be debating and arguing with yourself when that 1% of the time is. If it's no cookies, if it's no cake, it's very easy. You're like, it's either you have it or you're not having it. You know, it's simple. It's binary. But one other way we can eliminate some decision fatigue is eliminate some BS decisions early. Worrying and stressing about what you're wearing to work. By the way, I wore my, I wore my ideal shirt for this podcast. It's this jerk on it. Um, worrying about what you're wearing to work, worrying about the breakfast you're having, all those things burn through your decision-making muscles because it is a muscle. Willpower is a muscle. The more you flex it, the stronger it gets, but still it gets tired after using it all day. And if you're a business owner, if you're a parent, then you know what I'm talking about. You're making decisions all day. You're negotiating with your, the tiny terrorists that live in your house. And at the end of the day, sometimes you're just like, oh, I'll just eat this piece of cake. It's got flour in it and eggs. That's protein, right? You know, and we start rationalizing again. So eliminate those BS decisions. Make sure that you are already scripted out the important moves in your day. Your AM routine, what's that look like? We have a five minute one that we're doing as part of the Million Dollar Body community right now, which is awesome. Every parent needs to be doing this. It's just so, so simple. And you can maybe use this as a baseline if you like a little longer one, whatever. But having a morning routine, something scripted, have your breakfast scripted, have your, have your lunch scripted. That way you don't go, oh, where should we eat today? Should we go to Taco Bell? Should we go to the airport? Should we go to where? I don't know. Maybe you eat at the airport. I'm not totally sure. But 
if you're trying to make those decisions and you're thinking about it, then you're reducing the good decisions you can make later, later, and later on in the evening. And this is not an excuse to be like, oh, well, I made some good decisions earlier today, so I'm going to eat this. Don't use this as a point of rationalization. I would be very mad at you. Number four, ah, I just don't have time for working out. I just don't have time to meal prep. We just don't have time to go on a walk. I hear this one a lot, but the thing is we all have 24 hours. Okay. And then I know people are busy. Everyone's busy. Unemployed people are the busiest people I've ever met in my entire life. Everybody is busy. I work with a lot of personal trainers, helping them work, bring their businesses online. And a lot of times people will say like, oh, I want to work with busy moms. I want to work with busy dads. I'm going to work with busy professionals. I want to work with this and that. Everybody's busy. Busy is kind of a, is a non-functional word, which is, you might be like, why is this in the name of your group? Don't worry about it. But busy is not a, busy is not a, like a, a unique thing to you. Everybody is busy all the time. Okay. What this really comes down to is poor priorities, mismanaged priorities. The average American, which hopefully in the, if you're in this group, you're not average, but the average American watches four hours of TV per day. They also spend 145 minutes, two hours and 25 minutes, two and a half hours on social media every single day. Six hours of consumption at our, on, our, on the tubes on social media. So most of us have time. So where are you wasting time? Where are you being inefficient? Where are you listening to podcasts um, and, and watching TV and scrolling Instagram at the same time when you could be out on a walk, when you could be in the gym, where can you double dip? You already like listening to audiobooks or listen to podcasts. Do that while you're training, do that on a walk or a run. Where are you, where are you being completely inefficient with your time? Where are you wasting time? Where are you trying to multitask and actually burning more time? One easy place to reclaim a bunch of time is through your lunch. And this sounds counterintuitive because you're like, well, let's lunch is like the one time I'd like I'm very efficient in eating. I know how exactly how to eat. But if you're eating the wrong foods at lunch, that makes that stretch of time, that four hours, five hours in the afternoon, drag by. It can really slow you down. It can slow down your processing. It can slow down your mental acuity. It can slow down your ability to get tasks done. So by eating a lighter lunch, higher protein and higher fats and vegetables in the afternoon is going to be a great way to get more energy, get more done in the afternoon, be more efficient. Don't have time for it. It's just poor priorities. So the fix here is plan and schedule your important shit. If it's important to you, put it on your calendar. Otherwise, it's not going to get done. Plan your important shit out. Write it down at the beginning of every week and make sure it's in there. So if going to the gym is important to you, put it on your calendar. It's not going to just happen. You're not going to just end up at the gym and be like, well, how did I get here? I'm so fit now. Put it on your calendar or it doesn't happen. I know this is the case for everybody who's, who's like, man, I'm running a business. I got three kids. I got all these things going on. That's you. If this is not on your calendar, your day doesn't belong to you anymore. You, you belong to the day. You belong, your day belongs to your kids. It belongs to your clients. It belongs to your business. You need to get this done by planning it, by scheduling it, and then blocking that time off. Same goes for anything with business, with your family, with relationships. It's important to you schedule it. If not, it's not going to happen. Number five, I'm not motivated to work out right now. I'm not motivated right now to, to get this done. The problem here is an external locus of control, which means that we either like cognitively or just subconsciously are not allowing ourselves to be in charge. We are not giving ourselves like the full ability to control our surroundings. We're not saying that we have ownership of the things that happen to us. 
So we're instead, we're relying on something magical to help us start. So you could be like, oh, I'm not motivated, which means essentially the exact same thing as, oh, I don't have a genie today and a magic carpet. It's both, they're both bullshit. They're both fake bullshit excuses and bad reasons to, to not get started. Okay. Here's the thing about motivation. Motivation does not come first. Gurus and trainers and personal development leaders would all have you believe like, oh, just let's get like, get motivated and then take action. It doesn't work like that. Motivation follows momentum. Think about, I took my daughter the other day to a, a train park. We were at the train park and we were looking at these gigantic, monstrous locomotives just sitting on a train track. And I was looking at in front of them and they had this little block in front of the train track because all you need to do to keep a locomotive from rolling away is put like a little like two inch, like basically a, a uh, like rubber eraser in front of the wheels of that, of that locomotive, okay? If it stopped, it's not going anywhere. We just throw a little door stopper in front of it. We can go, we can go to Jimmy John's. We can get a beer. We can do whatever because that thing's not going anywhere. So, but you think about that same locomotive. Now it's going 70 miles an hour down the highway. You put a brick wall in front of it. It's going straight through the brick wall. Momentum is everything. So momentum fall is, is the start and motivation follows momentum. So the fix here is to stop worrying about momentum. Stop waiting around for a Prince Charming to come and uh, whatever whatever Prince Charming does. That didn't that I feel like Disney kind of screwed up a lot of people's idea of like what dating and marriage. Should, that's another podcast. I'll just want to into that today. So stop waiting for something magical to happen to you where you're all of a sudden motivated. Have you ever just woken up and been like, I'm motivated, and then been like, but also motivated to do it for for four weeks? No. Everyone's, you can be motivated for like a morning, maybe. I don't know about that, but that doesn't help you long-term. And consistency is the wins this game. So stack small wins. Start your day with a health mindset. So get your water in. Get 60 seconds of explosive exercise in. Take vitamins in the morning. This is what I love supplements for. Supplements are a great way to reinforce a health mindset. So you're having a protein shake, omegas, vitamins, vitamin C, anything like vitamin D, anything like that in the morning. What's, what you're going to do is you're just going to keep reinforcing yourself. I'm a health mindset person. I prioritize my health every single day. And if you can start off your day with those wins where you get water, 60 seconds of exercise, some vitamins, then a great, a great healthy breakfast. You've got four wins before you even left for work in the morning. And that's important. That's momentum. Okay. And that's going to carry you through because once you start seeing results, that builds on itself. Okay. Don't wait for mo- for motivation. It's fake. It's fleeting. And it'll always leave you disappointed. It feels like opportune time for a sex joke that I'm not able to come up with right now. I'm so sorry. Six, I don't like to exercise. It's pretty hard. Exercise is hard. I don't like it. This to me is, is indicative of two things. Number one, a fixed mindset. It's hard. I don't like it. Therefore, I will never and can never like it. I'm fixed. I am who I am. Shrug. Pass. Pass. By the way, if this is you, just don't come over. I don't want to talk to you. Number two, entitlement. You're entitled to everything being easy. It's the Amazon. It's the Amazon mentality. I mean, it should be easy. Why isn't this easy? Here's the thing. First, exercise is not hard. Exercise is not hard. Walking 
is not hard. Drinking water is not hard. Beating cancer, that shit's hard. Being a single parent working three jobs to put food on the table for your kids, that shit's hard. Going to the gym is a fucking privilege. It is a it is a magnificent that we get to go into an air-conditioned place to work out our muscles so we can look and feel better. We don't have to go slaving, dragging water three miles just so we can just so we can drink for the day. We have it so good and so easy. And we live in such luxury compared to 99% of the world throughout history. We're just living the dream right now. So to say that exercise is hard is just a load of entitled bullshit. And I am not here for it. So the fix here is change your attitude before I slap the shit out of you. I mean, that's one fix, I guess. But you need to change your attitude because life is hard, period. And hard is hard, right? You know, like you might not have cancer and working three jobs as a single parent. Like, of course, that is extremely hard. But like you got a couple of kids at home and they both, they all both got sick and, it's, and you've had a rough week. That's hard too. Yeah, we get that. But everything in life is, comes with challenges. Everything in life can be hard. But everything good in life comes on the other side of hard things. Feeling like you don't deserve to do hard things or you, like you should be entitled to have things be easy for you is a soft, soft mentality that's keeping you stuck. And I guarantee you, it's not just keeping you stuck in your fitness. If you have that mentality around exercise, that's permeating every other aspect of your life. And you should, t- you should take a look in the mirror and think about, do I really do I really feel entitled that everything should be easy for me? Do I have a fixed mindset that it could never be fun? Because if so, no coaching, no program, no meal plan, no macros can fix your attitude and the, and whatever weight loss physique issue you've been working on. Nothing can be, can, nothing can be shifted until that attitude changes or is removed. Guys, that's the six sayings keeping you soft and stuck. I just wanted to go through those again. Number one, I'll do it today, tomorrow, Monday, or January. I guess not today. I'll do it tomorrow, Monday, or January. Maybe just a little bit. I'll just have a little sample. Ah, fuck it. I'll just have a cookie. I don't have time. I'm just not motivated. I don't like to exercise. It's hard. These are six of the biggest reasons that I see people staying stuck, staying soft week after week, year after year. And if, if you feel any sort of like conviction or I'm talking down to you, please don't. I'm not. This is, if, if anything, this is for me personally to shine a light on the things that, that I feel like I've been slipping in. And I, t- I like to talk like this because it's, uh, I think having that shifting from a softer, like more, like we, we kind of arrived at a society where it's very, it's very like, oh, well, it's okay. You can be healthy to any size and all these things. We've got to eliminate, we've got to eliminate the, the excuses and the, oh, it's fine. You're just like, you're just the way you are. And that's, and that's beautiful. Oh, you can just like, it's just moderation. Just like the, just the soft ways we're looking at our bodies, our relationships, our, our ability to take responsibility. Cause that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. If you, if you have the idea in your mind that everything is your fault, everything that happens to you is your fault. Everything that happens to people around you is your fault you have a responsibility to take action and to improve yourself to improve everyone else. So that can be, that can be weighty, that can be heavy, but if you take that, if you take that to its next step, then you're going to have an incredible life getting what you want 
because you don't rely on anything external, anything magical, anything motivational to get the results you're looking for. Guys, thank you so much for checking this out. I really appreciate it. If you want any more of this type of content, check out the podcast, Million Dollar Body Podcast on Apple, Stitcher, uh, or Spotify. Leave me a review though. I'd love to shout you out if you leave me a review and tag me at N8 Training. And if you like this episode or if it pissed you off, drop me a note, nate at n8trainingsystems.com. And I'll talk to you very soon. Hope you're having an amazing day.